0: Beta, Peric Base, Mishnah Yud, 210, the last of the Peric, and discuss the topic of an Agala Shel Katan, which the Barthana learns is a child's wagon, meaning a toy that belongs to a child that he uses as a wagon. He rides in it and he pulls it along. And its status as a toy is really the focal point of the Mishnah. Questioning um, if it's subject to various halachas given that it is a toy. And the Mishnah says, for starters, Agalash to Midras. It is subject to the receiving Tumah via the mechanism known as Midras. Um, keeping this very short and sweet, there are a total of seven different ways that tuma can be communicated. Um, one of them is called Midras, and it applies to people who are having tuma come out of them, including the Zav, the Zava, the, the yoledes, the Nida, and also the Mitsora. Those people convey Tumah by midras, which means that if you have an item which is designed to support human weight, like a chair or a couch or a carpet or even a pair of pants since they're for sitting on, those things, since they're designed to have people rest on them and support human weight, they are susceptible to Midrash. And Midrash, unlike most other forms of Tumah, is communicated from the Tame person, say the Zov, by putting that weight on the article which is designed to support weight. That is to say, it doesn't need to have direct contact at all. So, for example, imagine you have a stack of 10 mattresses, and you have the Zov or the Nida or the Oletus or the Matsura sitting atop that stack of 10 mattresses. So then all the mattresses all the way down, they're all Tame, via the mechanism of Midras, since they're all designed to support human weight for sleeping on, and because um that person who was Tume sat atop the, the mattresses. And what's particularly interesting about midras is that not only does it does the tuma get conveyed without direct contact, but that the tuma status, the level of tuma is that of an HaTumah. that is say all the mattresses all the way down upon which that Zav is sitting, is are all gonna be Tume as Avosatuma, each one's an avatuma. Um, so usually when something becomes Tame, it becomes one step down from the Av, so it would be a Rishon, one step removed. But through midras, all the different mattresses, wherever they are, remain Avos. They say Tame is an Av, meaning they can still convey Tuma further to other people or Calum utensils. In any case, since this wagon, this Agala, is designed for children to sit in and play in, and therefore it's designed to support their weight, even though it's a toy, as the bartender learns it, since it's designed to support the weight because they ride in it, it's susceptible to Tumas Medras, and that's the first point of our mission here. That The shall Katan Tumea Medras. Second of all, Vinitellus B'Shabas, it can be moved on Shabbos. The unspoken question here is, since it's just a toy, does it count as a Kli? That would be not mukta. And the answer is, yes, it counts as a Kli, and therefore it's not mukta, and therefore it could be moved on Shabbas. Now, the main final point here is Vinnegreris Ela Al-Gabi kalim, which means literally... It may not be um, dragged unless it's going over utensils. Now, this last point here is really getting to the issue of Dover Sheinu Mizkaven. That's what we mentioned previously. Dover Sheinu Mizkaven is when you do a, when you do an act, and the act includes a malacha or a potential malacha, but your intention is nothing to do with that at all. And probably the most classic textbook case of Dover Sheinu Mizkaven is when you're dragging a bench along the ground, and your intention is just to relocate the bench. But as it happens, the bench is liable to dig a furrow in the ground as it's pulled. And digging furrows in the ground is a malacha. And the question is, therefore, may you drag the branch if the furrow is going to be created, given that you're not intending to create a furrow at all? Now, the answer to that question largely is a machlocus between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yehuda, the strict opinion, says Dovershin shenemzkaven is asr, and therefore it doesn't matter if you don't intend to dig a ditch, plow the field, since you're dragging a bench, and that's what's happening. So then it's forbidden to drag the bench in the first place. You have to pick it up. You can't drag it along the ground. Rabbi Shimon says no, davar shenemzkaven is mutter, so since you're not intending to dig a far, if one happens to be dug, that's going to be okay. Meaning you're allowed to pull the bench and not worry about it. The halachas like Rabbi Shimon, by the way. Um, However, this is actually pretty complicated. And the short of it is, I just don't want to go further than the short of it, is that while well, Dabr is going to be mutter maker adin, where it's a psik resha, when it's inevitable that malach uh, will occur, Rabbi Shimon agrees that it can't be done. There's more to be said on this, but it's not enough right now. So that will be the halach um, or the direction of halach so, anyways, that's your classic case, the bench dragging. Rebi Yehuda. You have to remember the name is this time, it's important. Rebbe Yehuda says it's forbidden, and Rebi Shimon says it's permitted. Now here we're talking about rolling a wagon over the dirt, not pulling something. And as the wheel goes over the dirt, it doesn't really like have the same action as like a plowshare. It doesn't, you know, dig into the ground pushing the sand or soil to either side of that plowshare. Rather, it rolls of the dirt. It may make like a trail as it goes, because it presses down on the sand, but it's not pushing things in two directions, digging a furrow in which one could plant. And therefore, um, the question is, what's the status of, how do we consider the rolling of wheels over the ground? So, the first sheet in our Mishnah says, Ve'ena you can't roll the wagon over the ground, because even though it's a davr shayna you're not intending to make a furrow, um, the fact the wheels go over and make that indentation on the, gro- indentation on the ground makes it that it's disallowed. El el gabi kalim, unless what you're rolling the wagon on is not the ground directly, but some other utensils. You lay planks, you plant, put down sheets or something to protect the ground from being dug. That's a ton of comma. Now, if you kept track of what I said a second ago, it was Rebbe Yehuda, who was the opinion, who said that davar shayna Kavan is Asr, so that's really in line with Rebbe Yehuda. Which makes the next line of the Mishnah a little bit confusing, because the next line of the Mishnah says, So here it says, Rabbi Yehuda is going to say, I'll translate in a second, but the gist of what he's saying is, yes, you can push a Nagala, you can push a stroller, it's just other utensils you can't, because they dig a faro. But Nagala rolls over the ground, it doesn't dig a Faro or just rolls over the ground making a trail, and the rolling action of wheels is not the same as the plowing action of uh, a plowshare, and therefore it's going to be permitted. Now, if you ask, wait a second, Rabbi Huda's talking out of both sides of his mouth. It's a little confusing what's going on. So the answer is that this, this second opinion is a different Tana, who's saying that Rabbi Huda disagre- didn't say what he said. In other words, the two opinions of what Rabbi Huda held. The first opinion was, Rabbi held that even rolling wheels are the same as um, dragged benches, and they're forbidden because of digging a furrow. The second opinion is Rabbi Huda holds that, of course, the overshadim's covenant is Usser, but what a wheel does on the ground is not considered digging a furrow in the first place. It's just rolling over the ground and making a trail. And therefore, the second opinion of Huda says, Kol HaKalim, all utensils a-negrarim, you can't pull them on the ground meaning chairs and benches and tables. Except for something which has wheels, like a stroller or a, a wagon. koveshes, Because it doesn't dig in the ground at all. It just rolls over. Kovesh is like to press down or smush, to, to press. So um, it just presses down on the ground, and that's going to be okay. Okay, so two sheets in Rabbi Yehudah holds. The halach is like neither, as I told you before. The halach is like Poskins, Like Rabbi Shimon. The Dabrishim Miskavan is mutter, so therefore um, both these opinions don't apply. The mishabur does say, however, um, that if you're talking about uh, rolling heavy things, since Dabrishim Miskavan is mutter, even if the thing is very heavy, it's going on the ground, it's still allowed to be rolled. Pulling not allowed, even according to Rabbi Shimon, if it's something heavy, because then it becomes a psikresha, it will certainly dig a ditch. Then even Rabbi Shimon holds Dabrishim Miskavan is asa, if it's a psikresha, it's certain to happen. But if it's heavy, but it rolls... Like the second opinion in our mission over here, that's not called digging a dish. It's called just rolling over the ground and making a trail without pushing things aside the way that a plowshare does. And therefore, it would still be permitted, says the Mission Brewer, um, even though it's certain to make a trail.